Welcome to Zephyr Yoga Inspiration. I offer these podcasts for free, and your support really does make a difference and is appreciated. To make a donation, please click the link in the episode description or visit ZephyrYoga.com. So welcome to practice this morning. If you have tight hamstrings, you might want to grab two bricks. Um, If you're okay with your hamstrings, maybe one brick for the end doing uh, Viparina Cranani as an option. But just have a brick um, at hand to possibly serve you in this practice. This week we are working on the fire element. Over the past few weeks we've worked with the earth, water, this week we're working with the fire. And focusing our attention on these basic elements and the laws of nature that we see around us and within us and adapting some of what yogis saw in their practices to create this inner harmony, utilizing these elements and understanding them and manipulating them to actually create this equanimity in body, mind and heart to open up to liberation ultimately. But they found that when you find greater harmony within, you attain greater health, a greater state of well-being, a contentment, but also this increased self-awareness, pocketing these tools to best serve you when you come out of balance so you can actually find your way back home in a more Uh, harmonious uh, presence. So this week, working with the fire element. In Sanskrit, fire is agni. This is the power to change, the power to act, the power of transformation. Fire is said to be the most powerful element. If you think about it, it is the most transformative. If, If you put anything into fire, it alters its state immediately. So we Yogi saw that if you tapped into that energy, you can actually bring alive a sense of transformation in yourself. Now, fire has been at the center point to most sacred rituals, especially in the yoga tradition. Um, In the kind of Vedic times, they actually uh, worshipped the god of the fire, um, the sun, called Agni. They also worshipped Indra, the god of storms or rain, water, and then Soma, which is the god of the moon, which is that nourishment and healing capacity. Now, even though those gods kind of faded into the background because more jazzy and more popular gods became worshipped, the fundamental principle of fire, water, and this Soma, this nourishment, is at the basis of any sacred ritual today. And in yoga traditions, they call them pujas, these fire practices, and they prepare the earth and create this space in which they build a fire. And when they start that fire, they stoke the the flames, the, the burning embers. And to begin with, they offer that sacred fire, Soma, in the form of seeds, of flowers, of ghee, incense, to feed the fire goodness. And what in this practice I'd like you to do uh, is a way of offering to the fire that you sense inside, that unique fire of you, your pranic flame, 
to nourish that flame with three things that bring you joy. Think about even this morning, um, yesterday what brought you joy, but even on the kind of grander scale of your life, what really delights you? What is most important? What do you care about? Really opening that avenue of acknowledging that sincere felt heart gratitude for the things that bring you joy. And I want you to offer them to feed this flame to begin with. And in this symbolic way, we will build this fire as we feed the flame and build this fire. We want to direct this prana, this vital energy, this life force, this heat and light that will help us transform to something in which we intend our heart's burning desire. You know, whether it's an intention that you need to set today because you acknowledge, ooh, I really need some courage, strength, and hope today, or I really need some patience, tolerance, acceptance today. Maybe I need some creativity, some energy, some joy, some, maybe some tenderness or love, you know, some, uh, you know, a, a space in which hold myself into this self-care. It might be something that you need from this practice today, but it can also be a long-term goal in which you see this vision of something in your future that you want to aspire to, that you vow to manifest. And it might be steeped in um, attaining greater health, mental health, physical health, spiritual health. It might be something which you attain greater wealth or financial stability or the things that you need to support your life. Or it might be a sense of resolve, a deeper contentment, a serenity, a connection to something, a belonging. Maybe it's to do with just that ability to be touched by the joy of life, to be loved, to love and to experience that tenderness. Whatever that intention is, we open it into our practice because our practice is a ritual in itself. And as we devote our time to build this heat, build this prana, we, we need to actually direct that prana that we build to something that is useful and pleasing. So there is this sense that you're creating this heat for positive change, which is called tapas, which is the third niyama, which is the first step in Kriya Yoga. So as we understand ourselves, that svadaya, gaining greater self-knowledge and seeing that we have a shadow side of humanity that's dark and it is difficult. There is a sense of dis-ease. There's, there's a bit of, you know, that feeling stuck or that pain and suffering. It's a part of humanity. But there's also those parts of us that is joyous, delightful, energetic, and, and um, creative. And then there's a part of us that is serene, peaceful, and content and is indifferent to whatever's going on in our lives. So there is this sense when we practice, we create this heat for positive change. And because if you think about it, this practice is very powerful, this yoga asana. And as we practice this, we build this heat. And if you're focusing on negativity, the negative thoughts, the emotional distress, the instability in your body or in your life, you're going to feed that. And as that grows bigger, that becomes more a part of the forefront of what you are perceiving. So 
acknowledging your shadow side, welcoming it in. And as you welcome it in, embracing it and learning as much as you can that Pratipaksha Bhavana, as you turn it around and go, okay, what do I need to restore me to the state of serenity, sanity, and peace? What would bring me best into balance and harmony? So Agni evolved to be associated with this action of transformation. And when our inner flames are stoked, this fire provides the energy in our body in loads of different ways. And we utilize this prana, we utilize this flame in the, in the form of our digestive fire that helps transform our food into energy, our, our vital fire, that sense of helping us transform that energy to fuel our actions, to motivate us, to give us that energy to go out and be the unstoppable force and be like, yeah, I love life. But we also connect to that fire of intelligence, the power of cognition, and that mental fire to help drive ideas into action. But then making sure that we nourish that fire of compassion in that way in which we warm ourselves and others as we open our capacity to touch empathy, tenderness, kindness, love. So this law of nature of fire is heat. And you'll feel that in your body. You'll feel it as your temperature. You'll feel it as your metabolism. You will feel this as your physical, digestive, and mental power. You will also feel this as your creative energy that is expressing itself in your unique perspective, your unique guilt, um, gifts and skill sets, your unique sight. And so there is this sense that this fire gives you that drive and determination, that confidence to like own who you are and what you are and contributing to this life, but also connect to that charisma, your unique personality and shine that really inspires. And then driving that force because you're connected to this burning soul's desire to do this life well. You feel that hunger and that courage to bravely face your life and, and feeling that purposeful life in kind of going, ah, this is why I'm here. So we feel this a lot of the time more in our solar plexus. Solar is sun. And there is this sense of the hub, our energetic hub, being at Manipura. It is said, this is the abode of the fire element. And the Manipura is connected to the way that we self-define, how we identify ourselves in the world. So it is our ego, and we need a healthy ego. An unbalanced ego expresses itself in a kind of too much fire and too rajasic in the form of being arrogant and dominating, controlling, aggressive, reactive, being just inflamed and irritable and angry all the time. Or our ego goes into a little tiny flame and there's that tamasic experience of just poor self-esteem, this downward spiral of shame, of there's this passivity and lack of wit, uh, will or drive to do your life. So we all know what it feels like when we have the right size of fire, that kind of healthy ego. We feel that sattvic effect of expressing itself as this inner strength.
There is this kind of like you're tapped into this boundless resource of energy and power to kind of do your life well. And, and you have this ongoing um, energy that is fueling your actions. And you feel this discipline and determination to be able to skillfully take actions, knowing what your heart desires, knowing what your purpose is. And there is this spontaneity in your movement. There is this independence and just this motivating force because you just are excited about life. We know that sense and we want more of that sense. I know that I want more of that sense. So this practice is going to be a layered practice as normal in this very tantric way of working with these different tools and methods. So the first tool I want to work with is your hasta mudra, your hand mudra. Now, if you have issues with your fingers bending, you're going to take your thumb to the base of the ring finger. Remembering ring finger is the earth element. And what you want to try to do is ground that fire. You don't want to like let your fire rage like a wild forest fire or let your fire peter out and just become, you know, nothing um, and burn out or dry up. So we want to ground that fire and give it the right amount of fuel. Now, if you can't bend your fingers, number four, if you can bend your fingers, bend your ring finger and pin your ring finger down, grounding fire again. So it's like doing the peace sign with your baby finger up and you're like so. Now, the next little layer is the bija mantra for fire. The bija is rum, 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 rum. It's almost like a mallet hitting the skin of the drum at your solar plexus. You can really feel your diaphragm make that contraction. You can feel your pelvic floor diaphragm um, responding to that rum, 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 but also even when you speak and or say it silently, the linguistic function of your mouth and the roof of the mouth create that same contraction. So it's almost like one of those tools that blows on the coals of a fire. Rum, rum, rum. And that stoking and that vibrational residue works with that fire. The other um, layer that I want to uh, offer you is the sense organ that is associated with fire is the sense of sight, your ability to see. So as you look right now, notice the outer perimeter of the eyes and the lens in which you are seeing and sense the fire of sight, that light of awareness, wakefulness. There is this sense of energy behind you looking, that eye that is wanting to see the experience of you, the I that wants to see the experience of you. So there is this way in which we connect to sight, the fire in the solar plexus, this sense of defining yourself, identifying that this individual me, this fire that fuels the jiva at your heart, your individual soul, the I-ness, and that you can see the sense of your eyes connected to your heart-mind and being fueled by this fire, this unique energy in which you get to express it embodied as you. Now, with a sense of sight, we start to open to a vision. 
you know, what attachments or bondages are really preventing you from manifesting what you want in your life or connecting you to the kind of wholeness, fullness, and oneness of being. As we start to burn away those attachments or that dis-ease or the bondages to old limiting beliefs of oneself, the self-doubt and um, issues of self-esteem and the ways in which we get unfortunately defined and stuck in our labels, burning those away and freeing ourselves so we can open up to new doors of possibilities and opportunities. How we're going to do this is doing Kriya practices, these practices that create heat and purify, clean out, and we'll do them a lot of the time um, upside down. So you know how flames always go upwards towards the heavens? So the base is at earth and it goes upwards. When we flip upside down, the fire flips. So when our head's closest to the earth, the base of the fire is here and the tips of the fire burn through the lower three chakras. And this is an idea of what Yogi saw was helping energetically um, burn away Brahmagranthi, the physical psycho-emotional knot at the base of the lower three chakras, issues around fear, guilt, and shame. Wouldn't we love to burn those? I would. <laughs> Hence why I practice every day as a devotional ritual. Burn those parts of me. So in that, we honor our burning heart's desire. We honor what our soul is longing for. We honor this kind of lived experience as us. And now notice as you see, what do you see in your future? What visions of your future can you create? And can you create that energy um, that will motivate you to manifest that in whatever it may look like or um, feel like? So in this practice, what I want us to do is build this pranic flame and then direct this fire to give your practice more meaning and purpose in that you feel that you can connect to not just who you are, but what you truly are, what you have always been and what you will always be. That underlying layer of all creation, consciousness, that fire of consciousness embodied as you and finding greater health and well-being in your embodiment where you feel more harmonized balance in this equanimity of physical, energetic, and mental. If you would like to continue to practice, find out more information about the topics discussed, or to donate to this podcast, please visit ZephyrYoga.com or follow the link in the episode description. I thank you.